You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Thursday, April 8th, and I'm running the show solo today. we got a few interesting things to talk to you about. One, a lot of national pundits are buttoning on the Steelers again, and they're talking about drafting quarterback high. I'm going to get into why some of them are crazy. Then we're going to get back to the topic bag, asking about, well, wait a second. Speaking of drafting the first round, who would be players you'd trade up to get? And we'll discuss who those top options might be and why they might fall. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Remember, they always have reliable prices, amazing selection, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them that Locked On sent you. And remember to subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the old radio.com app, now known as Odyssey. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review with a positive comment, and that will get you a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So, y'all know me, right? Y'all know that I don't like to overreact to things, and I like to consider different options on stuff, and I always try to explore what could happen here and what could happen there. But there's this narrative that I keep getting, see getting passed around the national media, and now it's starting to get talked on local media about that I just gotta address. And it starts off with talking about the quarterback position, because we all know if you're not uh, if you're not a Steelers fan who you know has a grip on things, you're probably sitting there saying, "Man, the Steelers got to draft a quarterback. They got to draft a quarterback, or it's doom, doom. I tell you, doom." Um, and I, I, I continue to push the point. It's like, hey, if a quarterback that's great for them falls to where they want, yeah, go get him. But don't reach for a person out of a spot when you can, can get, address several other needs that'll help you this season, and then maybe you go trade up and get that guy next season. But here we go. It's mock draft season, so everyone's going to start doing this, and people start doing this, you know, these type of things where they start having the Steelers going and getting quarterbacks. And I'm not talking about going and getting Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Trey Lance. They're talking about getting some of the back end guys. Uh, I believe it was it was CBS Sports's Ryan Wilson did a mock draft where he had he had Kellen Mond being their pick in the second round. And listen, if you heard me talk about Kellen Mond, I really like Kellen Mond. I think that he'd be a great pick in the third or fourth round, but not in the second when you could probably get a starting inside linebacker, a a, a immediate ready um, edge rusher to back up TJ Watt and uh, Alex Highsmith. You could get a starting center. You could get a starting offensive tackle. You can get a starting cornerback. But if you take a quarter a quarterback in that round, you better be doggone sure that he is the guy. And if you're taking a, a guy that you think is doggone sure is the guy in the second round at quarterback, you're probably trying to take him in the first round. Um, and then you had Booger McFarland on ESPN. And we all know how ESPN does the Steelers sometimes. But, you know, he said this. Oh, you know who would be a great fit for the Steelers? Kyle Trask. That would be a great fit. Listen, Steelers fans, let me tell you something. If someone ever tells you that Kyle Trask would be a great fit for your team, they're trying to sabotage you. That's how. No. Just say no. I don't see it. If Kyle Trask turns into Tom Brady, I will do five shots of tequila on air, I will film it and post it in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group so you can see me do it and see the reactions from it. Y'all know I pay up on my tequila bets, but he ain't that. 
you know, if Kyle Trask is another guy, hey, if he's round in the fourth round, maybe if you think he's the guy. I don't think he's even that guy. But I keep seeing these mocks, and, and I get it. There's people who are anxious about Ben Roethlisberger. Even if you're not a Steelers fan, you're like, man, it just makes no sense for them to try and, you know, keep building the team without Ben Roethlisberger because people think Ben Roethlisberger's, like, really bad. And I, I don't think he's really bad at all. I think he's pretty good. Um, does he need help? Does he need a run game? Yes, but that doesn't mean they should they should throw away the, re- the rest of the team just to get a replacement for him. Um, <clears throat> and I look at the construction of this team, again, They've got a lot of young talent on it. And if you want a quarterback to come in and be the future, do that next year. Right now, if they do with the way that the salary cap is going to be set up next year, you're going to be able to retain pretty much the guy, any of the guys that you want that are on the roster right now, right? Right. So why not make sure that those guys that you need, those positions you need filled, slot cornerback, running back, center, Backup offensive tackle, backup edge rusher, number two inside linebacker, you know, depth at cornerback. Why not start addressing those in this draft, clear those out, and then next year when you're saying, hey, okay, we're comfortable with our depth across the board and with our starters and we don't have like a hole in, in you know, in, in a major position, then you go and address quarterback. And then because because you have all that depth and those other players around and you, you were able to re-sign guys and maybe even add a couple through free agency, then you can say, hey, let's trade up multiple draft picks and go get our quarterback in the top 10. And that's our guy that we believe in in the future. But you, if you've listened to this show for a while, you've listened to me and Tony talk about this. If you're going and getting a guy in the later rounds, or in the in the later part of the first round as a quarterback, unless you're 100% sure because you're scouting, and hey, Kevin Colbert, I will not doubt his scouting abilities um, or and his department, but... If you're drafting a guy later in the first round, just because you go and get a guy in the first round, it doesn't mean that he is the heir. You know, it means you took a shot, but the majority of those shots fail at quarterback. And just the numbers show it. Go Again, no quarterback drafted in the first round from 2009 to 2016 is on the team that drafted them at this very point in time. And 2000, um, and 2017 was is, look, is looking to try to break that, but again... This is just, you know, it just shows how quarterback is not the the obvious, you know, easy stick with plan that I think some people got lazy to feeling because you know in the nineties and two thousands you got we kind of got used to it right you had Tom Brady you had Peyton Manning you had Drew Brees even though he was drafted as a Charger you had Eli Manning you had Philip Rivers you had Ben Roethlisberger I, I get it. there there were a ton of franchise quarterbacks who stuck with their teams for a very long time or had that identity but. It doesn't mean that you should sell your your future away on a quarterback that you're not sure about. Now, you know how to be short quarterback. That's one of the mysteries of scouting. You know, there's guys who people that you know. Ryan, everyone thought Ryan Leaf was just going to be just as good as Peyton Manning. He wasn't even close. You know, um, you know there were the the Bears thought Mitch Trubisky though. That was why I even I said I'm like mm, y'all are dumb for trading up for him. Um, but but you know. It, there, there are every year. There's a quarterback that everyone. There's a, there's a whole bunch of people that think he's going to be the guy, and then he's never the guy. Um, you know, Johnny Manziel for a lot of people. A lot of people with the way that he beat Alabama when he was at Texas A&M. People are like, man, that guy could be the dude. And then you know, <laughs> he was Johnny Manziel. Um, but that's that's the thing. If you're drafting a quarterback in the first round, you need to make sure it's your guy. And with the guys that are going to go in this in this in this draft class. I just don't see the Steelers getting any of the people who I think they would see as their guys. Now, who are those guys I'm talking about? Well, we're going to talk about that because we've got a top-back question about who the Steelers should trade up for. I'll answer that right after this. 
Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter. Let's keep it rolling here. We're again, we're doing the topic bag segment today. I'm running the show solo, so I figured I'd do, I'd do another question here that we open up from our listeners. Now, if you haven't heard about the topic bag, if you if you missed the last couple episodes, what it is is a new segment that I've that, that we're starting that. You, the listeners, can get your topics on the show. It's a question that you ask. So I've opened up an email address that you can send an email to at any point in time. It's lostealerstopicbag at gmail.com. Again, that's L-O as in locked on, stealerstopicbag at gmail.com. Send an email there with your name and your question. And you will get you you will get a chance to get on the show. Now we're doing this one at a time. We're gonna build build it up. There's some questions that I think are better for different parts of the week or different parts of the year even. But you your question will get saved, and if it's a good one, we'll we'll ask it. And all of you so far have asked very good questions. So today's question comes from Robert Cernovsky. Now uh, Robert asked a very good question. He said, "I'd like to hear you discuss reasonably um, who would would have to fall from to fifteen to twenty to have you consider for the Steelers to trade up in the draft for. Now, it's a very good question, Robert. Thank you for your uh thank you for this question. Um because I don't see too many chances for the Steelers to trade up this year. I just don't think that that's the move because they got a lot of needs and you can address those needs simply by going over and and and, and saying like, "Hey, let's just wait where we're at and maybe even trading back a bit." And saying, hey, let's pick up more picks. And in the second, third round, we can get an edge rusher. We can get an off-ball linebacker. We get a cornerback. We can get a safety. We can get a guard. We can get a tackle, a center. You know, not all of those. But you can get an assortment of those and address more needs that you have right now. So that's why I'm all for trading back. But you should never pass up on the opportunity to add a pillar superstar player that you didn't think that would be available if you got a reasonable shot at it. So... And I think Bob was, or Robert, sorry, didn't mean to call you Bob, Robert. Uh, but uh, I think I think Robert does a good job of also labeling it 15 to 20 because the Steelers pick at 24, right? So trading up 15 to 20, that's a reasonable spot right there. That's one where you could say, hey, okay, um, they're not going to be giving up three first-round picks to move up to get that, that, that spot like what was given up to get the third spot in this draft this year. Um, so... That's a that's a reasonable spot right there. But if I'm looking at prospects this year and I'm I'm looking at who I'm trading up for, and I've talked a little about this, right? The possibility of trading up usually means someone fell who wasn't supposed to fall, right? It means 
you know, there was a run at a certain position or multiple positions that pushed a guy in one position that's just getting ignored down f- further down the draft, and you see a chance to get him that you never thought you'd get a chance to do. You know, that's that's why they traded up to get Troy Polamalu. You know, that's you know that that's why they traded up to get Devin Bush. That's why they traded up to get San Antonio Holmes the other they did. You know, when you see the guy that you didn't think would be there, you go get him. Now, <clears throat> what could lead to this happening is that there's going to be runs at certain positions this year. One, the quarterback position. We know what that's about, right? Trevor Lawrence is the number one guy. Justin Fields is my number two guy. Then you got Zach Wilson. Then you got Trey Lance. Um, so there's at least four guys, but now Mac Jones continues to be pushed by uh, a lot of the the draft pundits out there as being you know one of those top five and maybe even top three quarterbacks. So if there's a legit chance that there could be five quarterbacks drafted before 24, you're a fifth of the way home, more than a fifth of the way home uh, to get to getting you know one of the players that you really want. Now. After that, I'd say the other position to look at is receiver. And I guess you could throw tight end in there because Kyle Pitts is a tight end, but he runs like a receiver. But guys who are going to get picked before the Steelers get picked this year, Kyle Pitts, he's going to be gone. Jamar Chase, he's going to be gone. Um, uh, uh, so I said Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, he's going to be gone. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a, that's at least three guys there. I think Rashad Bateman, Bateman could be gone before they pick. Um, and there's a question about Terrace Marshall. There's you know, different reads on what he's going to be doing there. And Jalen Waddle, excuse me, I missed another one. So that's, so with Waddle, with Pitts, with Chase, um, with Devontae Smith, and with Rashad Bateman, that's five. And if, and, and if Travis, uh, um, or if Terrace Marshall goes, that's another one. There's also Kadarius Toney. So there's four or five receivers who could go before the Steelers get picked. So if we're talking at the minimum, that's eight players at the maximum, that's, that's 10, so now you're almost halfway home to getting one of those superstar players that you want. Well, I also think there's going to be a run at offensive tackle. Players who I don't think could fall to the Steelers. Uh, Panay Sewell, he's gone top five. Um, I think Rashawn Slater is going to be gone top ten. And I think that uh, you're going to see... Um, I keep going back and forth about my tackle rankings because, you know, I, I've looked at different guys and like I re- like early on I loved Jalen Mayfield but I thought he wouldn't make it to the Steelers. Now I'm kind of thinking he will make it to the Steelers and maybe they can even kind of wait for him because I, I got to see a little bit more tape on him to see, you know, some of his rougher edges. Um, but you can see at least three offensive tackles go, going to the Steelers. And then there's going to be your positions, you know, uh, this is where it's going to get really interesting because what superstar players at certain positions are going to get looked at and who's also going to get overdrafted. You know, the top uh, linebacker this year, Micah Parsons, he's probably going to be gone by the time the Steelers pick, but there's red flags on him because he got into some fights when, you know, when he, when he was in, uh, uh, when he, when he was, when he was in high school and then he had some problems at Penn state. And so there's people wondering like, uh, I don't know about this guy. So maybe he falls down a little bit. And then there's Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. I don't think he's a Steelers pick right now. I think he's a great athlete. I think he could, he could help you a lot in the passing game, but they need a, run, a, a linebacker who's going to be able to address the run and fight off blockers. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Looking at these guys that that are that are in that range, um, you also have the cornerback position where I think there will be three guys that get taken. There's Patrick Sertan, there's Caleb Farley, and there's J.C. Horn. Um, I, I really think J.C. Horn. It, you know, I was I was early on in the draft process. I thought people would overlook this guy, and I was like, he'd be an interesting get at 24 but he had like an amazing uh uh pro day and his his measurements came out 
I don't see him falling past the Steelers. But if any of those guys, Patrick Sertan's gone, you could throw him out of the question, the the equation there. Caleb Farley could fall to the fall to the fifteen twenty range because he had back surgery, and people might be questioning that. So if he does, that would be one person, Robert, who I'd be looking at. Another person would be J.C. Horn because maybe someone says, hey, we don't care about his back surgery. We're getting Caleb Farley. And then, you know, again, with the other assortment of positions, there's only there's only so many picks. That, you know, there's only 23 picks the Steelers have to worry about, right? So when you're counting this up, you know, oh, I'm sorry, one offensive tackle I forgot, Christian Derrissaw. He'll be off the board. Um, so that's, what, four offensive tackles that we're talking about now. So with... Uh, with 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 Dar- with Darisaw, with Slater, uh, with with Sewell, um, you know you you got you got those guys. Um, I think there'll be a couple edge rushers that might get picked. Maybe Quiddy Pay of Michigan. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure about how to how get uh, the read on edge rushers this year with Jalen Phillips or Gregory Rousseau or Aziz Ojulari. I know Gregory Rousseau of Miami. He's been invited to the uh, to the draft itself in Cleveland. So. <clears throat> maybe he he maybe people think he's going to be a high first round pick that goes this year. Um, but see that's okay. This is where it gets interesting because also another player I think will go is Elijah Vera Tucker, but he's more of a guard than an offensive tackle, so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't concern myself with him. But guys who could fall in that range again, Caleb Farley. If people don't you know you know aren't satisfied with 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 him getting back surgery, J C Horn. If people you know, kind of pick Farley and Sertan, and there's a hold at cornerback while people are do, going crazy for quarterback. Um, and then also, you know, at, at wide receiver, if if Waddle, Chase, Devontae Smith, Bateman, Marshall, and Tony are in the mix for you know in you know, you know at, from one to twenty three, you're pushing guys down there. And to answer Robert's question more completely, I I think it's important to take a look at how these guys could fit into what the Steelers do, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break here. We come back. I'm going to address those guys that those guys I named, and I'm going to look at, okay, how do would they fit into what the Steelers need right now, and where would they plug themselves in? So all that's going to get answered right after this. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to BetOnline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing with our topic back question about who we'd trade up for. I forgot to mention, I would trade up if one of those quarterbacks that I really liked fell to in, the, in that range. Now, here's the other thing. Trading up, if it's a quarterback, if, if say, for some reason, Justin Fields fell that far, that might up the price that teams are asking for for trading up this year. But if it's a Justin Fields who falls that far because people feel like, oh, because I, I saw people try to bring his character into question. And let me tell you right now, I followed Ohio State. I don't see no questions about that young man's character. That dude takes a hit, gets up, gets on up, keeps trucking and keeps throwing and keeps running. He he's one tough son of a gun. If you know, there's there, I've seen some experts say, you know, like like John Ledyard, who we've had on the show, I've seen him advocate for Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence, even. So there's that. Um but I would trade up for if if Trey Lance or Fields fell in that range, I'd consider it because I think those guys are it. I, I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that huge of a Trey Lance guy, but I also think Zach Wilson is going to go top eight at least. Um, so, you know, that, that's that, but I'm not trading up for a Mac Jones. Um, you know, again, I went over why I don't think the Steelers should get a Kellen Mond or a Kyle Trask or any one of those guys in the, in the first or second rounds. Um, but again, you know, if, if a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, if one of, if one of those guys falls to you, I, I, I would consider them in that range. And it's kind of self-explanatory, right? A franchise quarterback, you get him, you know where he fits. But let's go over the guys and where and how they would fit, right? Okay, so uh, going over to, cause, and you guys have heard me talk at Najee about center, about running back. Like, I don't need to talk to you about Najee Harris because, one, he could fall to the Steelers. Two, uh, Dean and I just talked about him yesterday. So I'm skipping over the running backs for this segment. Bear with me. Now, at linebacker, if Micah Parsons falls to you, I'm, I I know he has some red flags. I know he said some wild things on Twitter on occasion. Not like A.B. wild, but, you know, kind of like, huh? Um, but I'm running to get Micah Parsons. You put him next to Devin Bush. They would be they would be in the running with Levante David and Devin White as the baddest inside linebacker pair in the NFL. And I've ta- I've said it a lot of times. If you have two super bad inside linebackers in today's NFL, you're covering the middle of the field and you're stuffing the run. It helps you go a long way. It's a big reason why the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this year. I think even just as important as getting a Tom Brady to run your offense. Um, so Michael Parsons would be my guy. I'm a little. Like I said before, I'm a little off on Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Um, I know some websites like the Draft Network have Baron Browning rated as a first-round guy because of his athleticism, but he's very raw, um, so I would take him in the second round. Um, I would even take Zayvon Collins over him, and Zayvon Collins would be a guy that I would take at 24 if the running backs that I wanted are gone. And I feel like, eh, we'll get Javante Williams. Then you know, we'll trade up to get Javante Williams in the second round. That'll be another option. But, um, but I, I do like Zayvon Collins. But I wouldn't trade up for him. Now, getting, um, getting to J.C. Horn and the cornerback situation. Patrick Sertan. There's some reasons why I don't think he'll be the one to fall. One, he has NFL pedigree. His his dad played in the NFL. Everyone knows that. Everyone's going to go get him at some point. And he played at Alabama. Dude's got all the connections, and he's a stellar cornerback. Um, he, he's he might be the first cornerback off the board. I think he actually will be. Caleb Farley's injury. I think Caleb Farley, if he wasn't hurt, he would have been the first cornerback off the board. Um, but if he's if he falls to that range. 
you, 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 I think trading up for him would be a very interesting option because then right then and there, with the, here's the other thing, you're telling Cameron Sutton, hey, buddy, you got to slide back in the slot. So maybe the Steelers are a little reluctant to do that, but I'd have to say, like, you know, Cam, you know, tough it out, man. We, we, you know, we, we got a superstar to come to the team, uh, and he's he's going to be part of the future, and you'll eventually be part of that future outside, lining up outside with him, but not this year because, you know, you're not taking Joe Hayden's spot, and neither is he. Um, J.C. Horn, Horn might be because, I mean, he's long, he's fast, he's explosive, he jumps high. Horn might be a guy that you that that, that you get, if you get him, you're like okay, same same type of deal. Um, but he's he's I, I see his skills not as polished as Caleb Farley, so that's why I, I'd been there. But I I would consider trading up for him now to answer the question that you're probably all thinking, Chris, how much? What would you trade up? What would you give up to trade up in this situation? I would say comfortably, if I'm trading up to get one of those type of cornerbacks or you know Micah Parsons. I would, you know, or a piece like that, I would be willing to to, to part with the, the third round pick. You know, I'd be able to say, hey, here's a third round pick. Give us this. We'll, 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 we'll move forward. And maybe I'll even ask for a fifth round pick back in compensation to find some way to, to recoup and get some, some depth later in this draft. But again, I really like the guys in the second, third round. So I don't really want to do that. Like it would have to be someone that if I'm in, you know, again, when I say someone's good and I believe in somebody, this is just me. Who the Steelers believe in, they know stuff that we don't. They have access to these guys. They're talking to them. They're, they're learning about them, not just from them, but from their coaches, from their teammates, from their experiences. All those things are going to come into a question. So um, if this, when I'm saying this, this is what I believe, that who the Steelers believe in, that's that could be a whole different conversation. There's, you know, I didn't have them picking Chase Claypool in the second round last year. They were like, when they said they, they saw him fall to him, they said they had to take him. And, uh, and and they were right, at least based off of the rookie season. So, again, you know, understand that I'm coming from my perspective and not saying, you know, what the Steelers' war room is going to be like you know, in those situations. But, again, I have to th- I have to think that, you know, a Micah Parsons – You'd be willing. You'd be willing to trade up for a Caleb Farley, a Jason, J.C. Horn. I think he's a great fit there. Um, I think you know, if a Rashawn Slater or a Christian Darrisaw fell fell that far, that'd be tempting because that would lock up the offensive line and be like, okay, offensive tackle, you're good for a while, and that guy would be a pillar player for the run game and the pass protection moving forward. Um, but I wouldn't trade up for Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. Just because I think that one of them will be there at 24. I think a lot of teams aren't going to draft a running back that early. Um, I think that I told Dean yesterday, I think the biggest threat to drafting a running back there, you know, that early is the Dolphins at 18. Um, and, may, and so maybe you're thinking like, oh, we got to get that guy. And that's what I was trying to tell Dean. Like he really felt like trading up there would make the most sense to get to get that Najee Harris but I'm like I'm okay with Travis Etienne I think he's going to be a heck of a player in the NFL he's explosive he's got the speed um and he he knows how to how to work with the football in his hands um and without it so um is he the complete package that Najee Harris is no but I think he's faster he'll he'll hit the home runs more that's something that's worth that that's worth something in the NFL so um I wouldn't trade up for a running back, but again, at those positions, I would. There's no edge rusher I'm taking in the first round. I know that's also been mocked to the Steelers a bunch of times, but come on, guys. Alex Highsmith, T.J. Watt, they're the starters. We're, you know, we're going to just 
ride with them being the starters. Um, so I don't care if Quiddy Pay falls 224. I'm not taking him. I'm working on other people. And maybe I'll use that as trade bait to get somebody that really wants him. And then that'll be how I trade back and say, ooh, do you want do you want Quiddy Pay? Or maybe maybe if it is one of those guys, Micah Parsons or Caleb Farley, he's like, hey, we can you know give us a second round pick and a fourth round pick, and then we're then we're talking here. Um but those would be my top guys. You know, Micah Parsons, J.C. Horn, Caleb Farley. I don't expect these guys to fall. Um, my prediction is that the, is that they're gonna they're gonna go with you know where they're gonna go in the top twenty. Um, you know, maybe they last a little bit longer, but not my anticipation and, and not something I'd bet on. Um, but everyone else, I think the Steelers could be in range for if they want to get a Traven Morick, Mo- if they want to get a Jalen Mayfield, if they want to get a Tevin Jenkins, if they want to get you know Najee Harris or Javante Williams or Travis Etienne. I think all those guys fit right into the 24 range. Just depends on how they play out. And remember, draft night gets crazy. You know, a lot of people can can uh, a lot of teams can do unpredictable things and things. You're like, wait, what? I didn't have that guy projected in the first round. I mean, heck, the Steelers did with Terrell Evans. People said they were crazy, and now people are like, oh, I see why Terrell, why they like Terrell Evans. So. Uh, remember that always but thanks again Robert for your question the topic bag thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast remember subscribe to us um, rate us five stars leave us a positive comment and when you do so you get a shout out at the end, at the end of the show like this person who left, left us a five star review Irish Revan um, or Irish R. Evan who says awesome show first year listener you guys are you guys are awesome love the contents not too homer and I love how you both respond to fans and break down the X's and O's keep it up love the mock draft Mondays and with D- Dean and Josh thanks so much um irish r evan that's our five star review for today we have another one coming tomorrow um that we will we'll give you a shout out for thanks again for listening we're gonna hope to have tony and jenna because we missed out on tony earlier this week so be on the lookout for that 